بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم الحمد للہ رب العالمین وصلاۃ وسلام علی شرف الانبیاء والمرسلین محمد رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم تسلیم کثیر کثیر احمد آباد As we know, Muslims are in different kinds of difficulties in different countries. And somebody asked me this question. They said, when will Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have mercy on us? And this is a question I suppose in the minds of people. I want to share with you and remind myself and you that one of the Salaf al-Salihin, he said that hardship and difficulty that draws you close to Allah is mercy and ease and plenty and happiness that makes you thoughtless, ghafla, and takes you away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is dangerous. It's not a question of difficulty or ease. It's a question of what is it that we are doing with it. Now, if you look at the lives of the Sahaba of Rasulullah there is the story of Bilal bin Rabah all of us know these stories Alhamdulillah but we remind ourselves again and again so that we remember them and we try to apply them in our lives the purpose of all these stories is not simply to listen to the story it is to see what can I learn and what can I apply in my life now Bilal bin Rabah was the slave of Umayyah bin Khalaf and he was one of the worst enemies of Rasulullah Umayyah bin Khalaf. And he, when Bilal became Muslim, Umayyah bin Khalaf tried to get him away from Islam. But when he didn't do that, he used to torture him. And he used to torture him in multiple ways. He used to beat him up. He used to whip him. He used to uh, put him in chainmail armor. And then take him into the desert and lay him down on the burning sand and he would put a big rock on his chest. And throughout this whole thing, Bilal bin Rabbah, his response was he would shout, Ahdun Ahd, Ahdun Ahd. And every time Umayyad bin Khalaf said to him, leave Islam, he would say, Ahdun Ahd. So they asked him later on, Abu Bakr Siddiq who purchased his uh, freedom and Bilal who became free. He became one of the closest companions of Rasulullah He became part of the household of Rasulullah He used to take care of the finances of, of Rasulullah He used to keep his money. And he was such a close confidant of, of the, of the Nabi alayhi salam. So they asked him one day, they said, why did you say this Ahadun Ahad? He said, because it used to enrage Umayyad bin Khalaf. He would get even more angry. Now think about this, you know, if somebody is torturing you, what is the normal tendency? The normal tendency is get out of it somehow, right? You don't want to make the person more angry. If, if anything, you want to make him less angry. But not Bilal bin Rabbah. He said, no, I used to say it. I know he gets more angry. And the more I say it, the more angry he becomes. So if he becomes more angry, he gives him more trouble. But no. This is the spirit of Islam. Many, many years later, 
when Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam passed away, as you know, Bilal bin Rabbah Radiallahu was the Muazzin of Rabbi Sallam in Medina. And when Rasulullah Sallallahu passed away, Bilal bin Rabbah Radiallahu realized that he could not call the other. Because every time he came to Ashadwarna Muhammad or Rasulullah, his voice would go. He could not speak. He would, he would weep profusely. He just could not say and continue this adhan. So he came to Abu Bakr Siddiq and he said to him, Ya, ya Khalifatu Rasulullah, because that was his title. He was not Amir al-Mu'minin. Amir al-Mu'minin was the first one, was Umar bin Khattar So he said, Ya Khalifatu Rasulullah, permit me to leave Medina. And go from here. Avogar Siddiq Radhelana said, Look, I want you to be near me. Why do you want to go from here? He said, Because it is very, very painful. It is every single road, every stone, every tree, every house, everything reminds me of Rasulullah. And I cannot bear it. It's it's extremely, extremely painful for me. So at least for some time, let me go away. I will I will go away to some, you know. So he went north, he went to Baghdad. And he fought in the army there, which was fighting. So he said to him, let me go. So Avogar Siddiq Radhalana said to him, please stay. Bilal Radhalana said, look, you freed me from Umayyah bin Khalaf. If you freed me for yourself, then I am beholden to you. So I will do what you tell me. Tell me to stay, I will stay. But if you freed me for the sake of Allah, then let me go. Avogar Siddiq Radhalana said, I freed you for the sake of Allah, not for myself. So you are not my slave. It's not I, I bought him from, I bought you from this other man. No, he said, I freed you for a second. He said, okay, go. He left, he went, he fought in the army of the Rashidun. And uh, then he came back to Medina. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was in the time of Sayyidina Osman ibn Affan radiallahu but either Sayyidina Umar or Sayyidina Usman, one of the two. So when he came back to Medina, Hassan ibn Ali radiallahu he met him, he saw him and he said, to he, he begged and pleaded with him. He said, please call the other. And he said, people of Medina, they have not heard the voice of Bilal. So please call the, call the other. He tried to, you know, get out of it, but, and this is the, Grandson of Rasulullah And Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi said that Hassan resembles me. So he called the Adhan. And the same thing. The same thing happened. Because where he is standing and calling the Adhan, Ashadwana Muhammad Rasulullah. And the Nabi is there. Right there. Alayhi salam. And Sayyidina Bilal could not call. And he just wept and wept and wept. The reason I'm saying all this, and this is where I began to say that hardship that draws you close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is rahmah. Is because, Wallah alam, I think, I'm not exaggerating if I say, that the kind of hardships, the kind of hardship that the Sahaba, especially some of them, like Bilal, like Khubayb bin Adi, and others, the kind of hardship that they endured is 
Subhanallah, I definitely I haven't endured it. I don't think any of you has endured it. I don't think. It's, it's not, certainly not common. I mean, this is something which is so severe. But read the history of the Sahaba. In, in, in all the sirat and sirat of the Sahaba, you will never find one single person ever saying or complaining about that hardship. Never. Not once. Nobody ever complained. And the reason is because they saw the reality of this hardship. This is, this is what draws us close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And even though it was tough and very painful and so on, they looked at it as if it is a blessing from Allah. And that's what I remind myself and you. When we have hardship, whatever it might be, maybe there is a project and we don't have enough money, we want to try to raise money, we can't get the money, maybe it is illness, maybe it is some other kind of hardship and so on. Ask yourself, what is the first thought? It is not impermissible, it is not haram to look for tadabir, to look for means of solving problems. We should do that. I mean, Islam does not prevent us from looking for means. So whatever the means is, you know, this way, that way, that way. But in this tadabir, what is the first one that we think about? That is the test for ourselves. Is it something in the asbab? Or is it asking the musabbibul asbab? Which one? I get a headache. What do I do? Do I make dua first? Or do I reach for Tylenol? Nothing wrong with taking medicine. But which comes first? Al-asbab or al-musabbibul asbab? That is the test for myself. And that's what I request you to think about. This is what decides our connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I want to end with the same story of Bilal Radilano. They asked him, what was the sweetest part of your life? Because he went to Baghdad and at one point he was also given governorship of a big province and he became wealthy and he, many things happened, right? They asked him, what was the and including in Fatah Makkah, Nabi Sallallahu asked him to call the Adhan from the top of the Kaaba. He, he climbed on top of the Kaaba and his student called the Adhan. This is a unique, unique honor given to Bilal bin Rabah radiallahu, right? Rasulullah could have done it himself. Who was more worthy of calling the Adhan than the Nabi alayhi salam himself? There is nobody else. I mean, he, that is the work of the Nabi. This is what, he is the one who is, who, who is the most appropriate person. He did not do that. He could have asked Abu Bakr Siddiq, he could have asked Sayyidina Ali, he could anybody or any of the Sahaba would have given an arm and a leg to do that. But he got Bilal bin Rabah to climb on top of the Kaaba and call the other. So they asked Sayyidina Bilal, they said, what was the sweetest or what is the sweetest memory? What was the most beautiful time of your life? He said, when Umayyah bin Khalaf used to beat me and used to put me on the ground and put a rock on my chest. And I used to say, Ahadun Ahad and he used to get enraged. That was the most beautiful time of my life. He said, that is when I was closest to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I would say, Ahadun Ahad. This was the most beautiful time of my life. The time of the greatest hardship. And he's recalling it as the most beautiful time of his life.
I remind myself and you that the greatness of a people, right? The greatness of a people is not does not come from their money or their technology or their armies or their or their or the land they rule or nothing. The greatness of a people comes from their spirit, from their spirit. And this is what the Sahaba had, and that is why these people came out of the desert, they were nothing. They were less than nothing in the eyes of the world. But they came out of the desert and they conquered two of the largest empires of the time, the Roman Empire and the Persian Empire. Not because of weapons, not because of money, not because of anything, because of their spirit, because of their connection, ta'aluk ma'allah. And that is what we need to kindle in ourselves. Cut ourselves away from these asbab of dunya. Use them. Use them. They are like shoes on the feet. You don't take the shoes and put it on your head. There's a place for the shoes. Wear it on your feet, nothing wrong. But don't put it on the head. So there is a place for asbab, but there is a place for musabibul asbab. We see our connection with Allah, Jalla Jalalu. And then when that is correct, then we use the asbab if Allah wants, He uses the asbab if Allah wants, Allah will give us without the asbab. Because that is His haqq. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to get strong in our connection with Him. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to draw us close to Him. Because He said, Fasjud waqtarib. Fasjud waqtarib. He said, make sajda and come close to me. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we make sajda, meaning we submit to Him. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to draw, draw us close to himself. We ask Allah to keep us close to himself in our lives. And we ask Allah to keep us close to him when he calls us to him. Inshallah.